You're listening to The Dumb Will Speak, a podcast in which we seek to honor the truth of God as revealed in His Word. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Dumb Will Speak. I'm Roy. And I'm Chalen. And this is a moment of truth. We have, well, Chalen has new internet, and his is vastly improved. And mine is a little under the weather right now, feeling a little sick. I forgot to tell you that in the pre-show conversation. Yeah, but your 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 internet under the weather under the weather still blew mine away before on a good day. <laughs> tell them what you did to your rig. Tell them what you changed. So we now have Starlink in our house. Um, we were on the waiting list or, or standby, whatever you want to call it. We were on that for six eight months. Didn't hear nothing for a long time. Honestly, had forgotten about it. I'd talked to you about it before. Uh, before we ever got it and you had been listening and I had too, and I guess I just didn't realize that James White does it now in his mobile command center. Yeah. So we, uh, we were on the wait list and one day I got an email that said, Hey, your Starlink is shipping in 10 days or, or whatever it was. And so we were excited to get it. And, you know, we went all redneck and I run an old fashioned cable through the window and just stuck it in the yard to see what would happen. And. And it, it was amazing in the in its ability to, you know, just keep us an in internet. We live in the country. We live in the middle of nowhere. That's and, right. Um, well, so we well, welcome back to the show. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're still apart. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. there was some concern. There was some concerns for a while. Not really. That's a total <laughs> joke. Uh, no, you've been busy, the, and you can tell them why. Those of you that don't know, I was finishing up. Uh, my master's and I had decided that I was, um, ready to get it over with. So I buckled down and loaded up with several classes at one shot. Um, do not regret that decision as I am done. My, I'm I, right before we come on, we were, we were joking. I was waiting for my last, I'm waiting for my last grade to post. Right. So then I can, my, then I'll receive my degree because I uh, see I graduated college I, I don't even know early 2000s with my bachelor's i i did not I, I did not like college i didn't like anything about it just this just wouldn't for me and then here i was in my late 30s when i started going back to get a master's in theology uh so that's complete i have been uh at the request of a couple professors i have been asked to uh, apply for the doctorate program, which I did. I have been accepted. All right. Uh, minus minus one thing for a doctorate program, and I say one thing, it's the church letter, you know, that they affirm me as a member. So I'll have to. Good luck getting that. I don't know if I'll be able to pull that off, but yeah. Uh, but I've already sub submitted my writing sample that I had to officially submit. So Elder you know, Elder Chalen may not be able to get that. May not be able to swing that letter, huh? <laughs> Might not be able to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we, um, uh, so got that done. So that's been kind of taking up a lot of time, as you know, you, you've talked to me and it's constant writing and yeah. test, but more writing than anything else, you know, just had, uh, uh, quite a, quite a bit of writing to do. I, 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 I'd like to, I'll, I'll never do this, but I, I would be curious to put all my writing together for that degree in the one document and, and, and just see how many words it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and, and, and it was such an involvement because I was thinking about this on the last paper. <clears throat> so you and I talk about this and I tend to sometimes have a tendency to be very wordy. Uh, I've gotten better. You know that you, you know, Tim always talks about there's really three, um, how did he put it? Three evolutions, three of, of preaching. It was something I, I'm embarrassed by first, second, I read everything. And then, you know, where we're at today and I still had a tendency to be, um, long winded per se. And, uh, and that still had short, but I, it was amazing. So I used to tell you a lot, like, man, they only want me to do X amount of pages. I'm having a hard time keeping it yeah. in those pages. So I did my last paper and I, I wasn't rushed. I mean, I really took my time. I always take my time, do all this. And it was, you know, it had to be X pages on the short end and X pages on the long end. I was on the very front end going, I'm going to go over a half a page just to make sure I didn't miscount or something. But I had, I just learned to cover it in a very pithy, precise manner. So there was an, uh, it was, it was evolved from the beginning to the end and, Bill, you know, o Bill so O'Reilly would be so helped. proud of you because you just used pithy and you're actually being pithy in your papers. There you go. Yeah. So, so, uh, I lift my glass of cinnamon, uh, cinnamon flavored coffee. I know you're about to puke me saying this, but cinnamon flavored coffee with oh, half no, and that's half in it. delicious. It is great. I've been doing it for Christmas and stuff. Uh, cinnamon flavored coffee in on behalf of, um, Elon Musk and Starlink, wherever you are, thank you for getting Chalen in this situation. Because, man, your picture, because you have a 4K camera, and your picture is clearer mm -hmm. than it's ever been. Your sound is awesome. I actually had to turn you down a little bit right after we started. Well, uh, you were blaring on the uh, on the wavelength. I can push that back a little too. No, that, that don't, might no. Help if I push back. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. You're fine where you okay, are. Okay, okay. I, I corrected it on my No. Uh, I had you up to yeah. that. I'm used to the way the oven worked. So the well, and you just don't think about all those. Um, you just don't think about those things. I guess to how, how much technology affects it because sure, you know, it just it just it, it is. And now we shouldn't be back on our regular schedule because you have been started back a new job. <laughs> Actually, yeah, December first. So, December first, I started a new job, yeah. and it's it's a oh boy. The hours are so much better. Chaylen, I get off at four thirty yeah, in the so afternoon. Yeah, so now we can record through the week. If we needed to record any time, we could record because I get off at four thirty, and the drive is only about uh, thirty-five minutes, probably from the home office, and then the home office being the office I'm supposed to work out of. But then I have an another site, an off-campus site that I work at, an office in another county uh, here in this side of the state that's a little further away. But even at that, I'm, it's less than an hour, so it's still less than an hour. It's still less well, than an hour one way, no matter which one I go and, to. And, and those of you guys that don't know, you know, Roy was a drug dealer with very long hours <laughs> and he had very long hours. And so there was a lot, of, we couldn't uh, recording Monday through Friday was not an option. And some Saturdays. And so then what would happen? Yeah. And we would have a very small target window to try to do this. And then, you know, between everything we have going on with kids and family and it, it just legit now it's like, Oh, so now pretty much we have, well, aren't you, you're, you're also your involved in, you're also involved in a couple of children's sports programs, including stuff for your own oh, kids yeah, and I'm others. I mean, board. so, I mean, and that, that's almost year round because you do the other thing in the summer yeah. and then you're doing the other stuff here during the school year. So yeah, yes. I mean, between that and your stuff with church, it's busy. 
Also, Something and I think this is well, you know, we've been recording the Sunday school class and I released, I don't know, five of those, five episodes of that. Two of them for yeah, me when you were gone. And then, and then the first three of you starting acts. Since then, we had some issues, got a little off schedule. But so I've got, what, four or five classes a week's worth. That some I can, of them might be an over, an overlap. That's true. I, I kind of picked where I thought. So one or two of those may be an overlap that you've already posted. You may want to check me on Oh, that. I will check them, yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to, you know – I'll do what I always do. Check them for sound quality and everything, and then I'll I'll put them I'll turn them into an Audacity file, and from there I'll stick them on our website as an as a podcast. Because once I put them into Audacity, I can edit if I need to. I can boost the sound. Well, because we have some 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 weeks we've had lengthy conversations with people in the class. I don't know how well that'll show up, but we'll see. Well, we're actually you and I talked about this, and I actually pulled it up again today. Um, we're actually going to. Spend some money and get us a uh, kind of um, a, what do you call those, Roy? Uh, what do you call those? The wireless mics? Yes. What do they call? They got a lapel. Uh, with, yeah, with the, with, the, with the packs. Yeah, with the little packs. Yeah, with the battery packs, uh, we, we're actually waiting on these to come back in so we can bring our soundboard. So we could kind of almost kind of set one there in, in the middle to catch up the, the – or to not catch up, but to catch the uh, – the, the, well, we tried the one week. We tried one week when you were doing Revelation. I wanted to put that final thing because you were talking about the four views of of end times and I, eschatology, and I kind of wanted to put those on there, but there was a problem with the microphones that we have, the ones you bought here a while back. Uh, they would not communicate with the board. Remember, they wouldn't communicate. No, with the board. and they we're actually using just a free iPad app right now that yeah. I just plug them in. They're sounds good though. And they do great. Yeah. It, it, it really sounds good. I, I've been impressed, but I, if we could bring the board and, and that way catch some of the questions. So I, I, I will apologize to those that listen, because I know we have several people that are listening to the class, several people comment on, and I'll apologize to those that do, because I forget sometimes to repeat, you know, what people are talking about. And, and it, 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 I, you know, I don't know if people understand the joy I get out of teaching this, and and I I enjoy it. I enjoy um, incorporating things, bringing things in. Like you know, today we read a ten-year-old letter that was really uh, shocking in how early it called some things, not not prophetically. Well, um, in a way, it almost sounded prophetic, didn't it? It did, you know, and I was li- I was listening to MacArthur, uh, uh, John MacArthur, and that was a letter that he released in June of fourteen, I believe. So creeping up on you know ten years, ten years, and it was a letter that coming out of Acts one just to set the context of what these people were facing, and you know he wrote that ten years ago, and it was true then, but now it's you know when you when you think of you know, he called us in that letter that we were going to be aliens, or uh, not aliens, but um, what did what was the term he used? I just drew a blank. Um, uh, when you when you're homophobic, you're going to be homophobic. You're going to be a radical. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, you're going to be a radical, homophobic. You're going to if you if you just speak of scripture, right? And yeah, if you just tell the truth, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad in fourteen, but it's man, it, it is exponentially worse. As we come into 2024, I mean, oh yeah, most definitely. exponentially. 
Yeah, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> I know that was just happened today. It just happened this morning, but that's going to be a good one. I uh, can't wait. I think, you know, we talked about it today, right before church, about maybe just go ahead and I'll dump all these before we get back at the beginning of the year to Acts. You'll be in Acts chapter 2 by then. We'll finish. I'll just go in and dump all the ones that finish out Acts chapter 1 on on one, one fell swoop, one day. So, uh, listeners, pretty soon you're going to have like probably four or five episodes on one day released. And these are all Sunday school episodes. You can just listen to them at your leisure. But it, but that'll get you caught up to where it, when, you're, when we're back on our weekly schedule of releasing them every Wednesday, you, that'll give you something to get caught up with. And when you, as your leisure, you can, you can remain caught up as you want. It's helpful even for members of the class. We have people who are not always there. We have people that do snowbird. They go down to Florida and stuff. They go, they go far south. During the winter, they can follow along with the class uh, this this winter, this January through, I think you said March or April, they're gone. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. that'll give them a few months worth of, they can still be a member of the class in a sense, because they can listen online uh, through the podcast, which have to just have to remind them so that they'll know to go to Dumbo Speak and, and, and listen to it. But it's also, it's just been, um, I've had some comments about it. It's just been well received. The other thing um, is today, one of the members of the class, he had a Bible that I geeked out over just before class. I went over to him. I said, yeah, what was that? He had the ESV study Bible. I've only seen them, you know, online. I've never seen one in person. And it's just awesome, man. It's, it's uh, one of my guys that I like, Thomas Schreiner. He was the, he was the, he was the New Testament. Yeah. Editor. He was a New Testament really? Greek editor. Yes. Uh, Thomas Schreiner, Wayne Grudem, uh, Dennis Lane. Oh, Lots of names you would have recognized. These were the guys who were editing and, and doing translation. It's all the ESV, but then it's got all the study notes and all the other guides, and it's like having a shelf full of books built into your Bible. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe how many notes were in it. I mean, I think it may be— Really? Oh, yeah. I think it may be as many notes as the NET, <laughs> the NET Bible. I, I will tell you this right now. I've kind of I've kind of just did some calculations. What's that? Right now, based upon my speed on a 28 average, 28 chapters, we are on a three and three quarter year finished acts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't doubt it. It'd probably be right I on mean, time. I, I just thought I would look at that. It just dawned on me like, oh, wait, we're done with one chapter. As Christians, um, we may be kicked off the internet before you're done with acts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, what what was our joke was when I started to ask the Lord may come before I finish? Yeah, before you finish. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I know there were people that it, probably thought that prior years ago when I was doing Revelation because it took two years. And really those last three chapters, I just did a rush job because I knew I'd already given my one month's notice to leave uh, staff at that church. And I, I knew I just wanted to finish it up. I wanted to be able to say I finished it. Wow. So I really did a hatchet job on, on, on from 19 on just to get done. <laughs> How many years ago was that, man? That's a callback now. Twenty. Wow. I mean, you well, think it, of it, it was before we started 20, this podcast? Twenty. Yeah, it was before we started this. Twenty twenty. Yeah, but it was a couple. It was a couple months before we start. We we recorded yeah. our first pilot episode. Now that's not when it got released, but we re- we recorded it on July eighteenth of twenty twenty, and we had already been gone for two months. Yeah, because that's what was born out of when we left. Okay, when we left, we we were kind of lost in translation. Man, this is this is bringing back some memories. Yeah, and you and I were had already become the closest of friends before. Oh, you know, exiting states left. Yeah, yeah, and we sat down and thought, how in the world 
that we continue what God's called us to do in his ministry and teaching. And the world was shut down then because that was in the middle of COVID. And so we, like so many probably other people, just said, well, let's just record. Yeah. And that's what it was born out of. And and we fell in love with doing it, honestly. Well, let, let's do it. We've, we've teased this for long enough. It's been almost three years. Oh, it's been three years. So this is this is probably our... I don't know if this will be our last episode of the year, but it's close enough. Uh, I, I planned on doing it on the last episode of the year. As we record this, it's Sunday, December 17th, one week before Christmas. We might squeeze in one more before the year end. Uh, but let's With just, time, we probably could. I think we could. But I'm going to go ahead and do it. Let this be the one where we reveal where the name came from. <laughs> hmm. in, 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 yeah, tell that story. Okay, Christmas of 2012. I was singing at a Baptist church where I was a member of at the time. This is before I went to the church where you and I met. This would have been my last full year there. Um, I was singing, Mary, Did You Know? And I got to the bridge where it says, oh, I'm going to mess it up even now. (laughs) I'm going to mess it up even now. Okay, when you get to the line, the right lane... Right now is when we would play awkward yeah. Jeopardy music as Roy gets his phone out. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the lamb. Uh, and then it goes, Mary, did you know? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, everybody knows that song. I got... By the way, yes. Yes. She knew. She knew. <laughs> I got to the far... I know. Maybe we need to call him, the guy that wrote that, and just go, yes, she knew. She knew. That's it, yes. She it, got to, it got to the point where it said... The lame will leap, and I just completely lost it. I couldn't remember the lane. The the, the, the dumb will speak, and I, I missed the line, right? As I'm going down to my, my seat, back to my wife with my head in shame, I walk by a good friend of mine, Alan, and he says, there's the name of your podcast. Because he'd been trying to get me to do the podcast for over a year, and I was like, I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. And um, But then I kept saying, I want one, but I need something with a unique name. <laughs> He said, well, there, there's a told, name for your podcast. I've been holding on to that for all these years. And finally, you and I decided and to do one. You told like, me it? that story. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I got a thought. And you told me that story. And I go, well, that's undoubtedly the name. Yeah. And it, it, and it fits true. It actually stays true to form that, you, you know, you, the, the, the idea for this podcast you always said was, I, I wish we recorded our phone conversations because, oh. you know, they're just these diatribes on but, everything. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's just talk about the, let's talk about this too, because this is since we're going down memory lane today. Sure. Do you remember the first? This is not where this was intended. We no. need to take up notes from the guys at uh, uh, a Haunted Cosmos. Great podcast. We love those guys. Yeah. And maybe have an outline because otherwise this. Is, this <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. But the the, the 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 I remember the conversation that really kicked off our friendship. How many ever years ago that has been now? I mean, the time has gone by and I've enjoyed it so much. Um, but was let me ask you a question. I'm struggling with altar calls. <laughs> you you remember that conversation? Yeah. And not only am I struggling with it, then I don't even believe in them, period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so struggle and that was kind of one of our first conversations. And to realize how like minded yeah. we were. I think was it you that asked me, how do you feel about altar calls? And I said, I don't think uh, it's yeah. scriptural. <laughs> yeah. And you said, well, that's you where I'm very... at. And I don't know. And I was very blunt, you know, because I'm always blunt. And you were like, well, uh, uh, that's where I've been at. I, I, I didn't know if anyone else felt that way. I'm like, yeah. I thought, I, you know, I start, I remember sitting there and you're in one of these traditional churches and you're thinking, man, I'm, am I a heretic? Because I just, 
you know, I mean, it, it gets down to, you know, they that, that sale of you got to do business with God now. I mean, why can't I do business with God in my seat? Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, I mean, do I need to sacrifice something when I get up there? Am I supposed to pack a goat, a dove? Or am I supposed to pack something? No, or, no remember the song. I mean, they would probably be I'm singing. I'm taking my child up there. They would be saying, Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. But do you really believe that, or do you need to do you need to say X Y Z in order to do it? No. You need to do the ABCs. No, and then we Except, always find believe, that, though, I remember going one time to a church, and this is how I am about altar calls. I remember going to a church one time. You know this where this was, and you know this story. One of the deacons uh, comes up to me and he says, "Hey, uh, just let you know, we do an altar call to end." I said, "Good." And he goes, "Well, you'll do it, right?" Nope. <laughs> and he goes, what? I go, I don't do altar calls. I don't see them as scriptural, but I'm also a guest in your place. So I'm not going to tell you how to perform your service. I'm yeah. just telling you, I'm going to do what I was asked to do, which is exposit. I'm going to exposit and do what I need to do. And I'm going to come back over here and sit down. And then you guys need to handle your local body business. Yes. Not me. And I definitely know where that was. And that's a very traditional yeah, sure. place. Yeah. Very traditional, very traditional, you know. You know, so that's waste, and that's the thing. That's a waste of a place. And, and, and let me explain that. This sound That sounds worse, and we're not really meant it. Um, they have a pipe organ, and they don't use it, and that is disheartening to me. I know. I mean, it's a beautiful pipe yeah. organ. Yeah. I mean, it's, what is it, three stories? Yeah, something like that. And it's it's, oh. it's gorgeous. I heard it once. It sounded great. <laughs> I heard it once. It sounds unbelievable. You got to go up on the roof to fix them. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And they have somebody there that can play it. I know, but they don't do it anymore. And, and I just wanted to hear A Mighty Fortress by Luther on that thing, you know. Oh, it would have no. Well, now no. we could we could also do it the, oceans. Then we could also do it the way they do it on uh, on uh, Radio Free Geneva. Radio Free Geneva. Uh, what's that pastor's name? Tim something. Um, oh yeah, to, um, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, not uh, Hawkins. I almost no, said Hawkins. No, not uh, not Tim Hawkins. No, they. Uh, man, I love it when that dude uh, does it. And he's working on some other stuff too. I understand uh, recently they. That they do it that way. The way he does it, it's just you know it's rock, and, rock. rock and roll guitars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. At the end, you want him to say "Good night, Cleveland." <laughs> yeah, but that is uh that uh, yeah that's a good song. You know, I, I, you know that, and we've done that. At, we've done that a couple times at our church. Yeah, we have done the here. song. Yeah, but not the way they do it. But yeah, we've done the song. No, 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 no. We need to, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So that little trip down memory lane today i mean there were some there were some blasts from the past there that we well, talked about well that I was mean, free of charge there's some things i haven't thought about in several years we won't charge them any extra for that um no uh so i'm glad that you're done with that i know that's a big achievement i'm proud of you i'm happy for you and i think it's also my awesome that i you started get... preschool you what my daughter started preschool the day i started liberty Really? Yeah, my master's. Yeah. Now that that puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Is she like yeah. second grade now, or third? <clears throat> Fourth. Fourth. Wow, I am behind. The kids are growing up, man. Well, Fourth. I mean, you remember when Colin was like a freshman in high school and and playing guitar? Oh, no, I remember when he was in eighth grade. Yeah, that little kid sitting up there playing acoustic guitar. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know why I can remember this. 
but I remember you were so upset at him and he wore joggers in one day and, and they were like slim fit joggers. And I'm like, the pot pants. And you were like, <laughs> get on to him about wearing those things. <laughs> he, uh, but I, he was just a little, a little kid, man. Yeah. He, he was a little kid now, sitting up there with his dad playing the guitar. Then I can remember he sang a special before we left. He sang a solo, yeah. I mean, which was big. He's always, and you know this, him and I have always had a very good relationship. He's he's always been my buddy. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we, him and I had a lot in common because he, he liked sports and working out and that we were very much similar in those, still are. And it, it was, he's always been kind of my buddy when it comes to that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Him and I always hit it off good. Well, you know, and... Recently, when we recorded, we talked about the wedding and that he got married back in August. And, uh, you know, that that was that was a big, big step, big move for him. He's 22 years old. We're getting ready to just this week celebrate an earth shattering event. You know, my birthday on the 20th on Wednesday. I knew where that was going. Yeah, I will be 51, no, folks. 51. I'm an old man. Getting ready to go. Yes, we are. Todd Frill wrote a book about the man at split time. And I went, wait a minute. That's no, no. no, no, no. As, as I drink from my uh, tis the season to be jolly. No. Where I've set you up so many, many times. times. Many times. Yes. Yeah. I will be 51 years old Wednesday. Also, um, I am enjoying doing something really weird. I like when I do these little weird projects, these little side projects. I've been doing this Advent thing. And, you know, you talked about me maybe which, doing a Sunday school class, which would have had to have been today, and there was no way I could do it because, as I said, I started that new job on, on Friday, December 1st, and I've been so busy, and it, which is why you and I are behind on talking about stuff. It's, it's something, and, I, and it'll, it'll slow down once I, once I go away to my final training site and then come back uh, sometime in, I think, late February. But from, from, from late January through all through February, I'm going to be – well, I'm going to be out of town. I'm not even going to be around. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you've decided that you're going to be able to teach through the um, wedding classes this year during the um, marriage seminar. You're not going to participate. You and Jamie weren't able to go, so no, you're going to be able to cover classes. Conflict. And that's why I went. Like I wiped my brow this morning when you made that. No, statement. I knew what you were doing. I couldn't have done it anyway, and we'd have been looking. Because you'll it. be at class. Yes, you'll be at class home for the weekend, but you're going to be gone all week. Yeah, and that, uh, I just don't know that I would be able to study for it and take care of it and i wouldn't want to you know well, i don't want to do anything if i can't do it justice at least somewhat you know and that being said i will mention this i think it's important to be uh, i like to be really transparent about things also my daughter-in-law is not in good health right now suddenly suddenly let's be honest suddenly, suddenly. it was on uh, it was on wednesday the 13th she couldn't breathe during the night and that morning she went to the doctor and they sent her out of state to a hospital and then they sent her to a that's that hospital sent her to a trauma surgery center, and so she is currently still there. Uh, this morning at and three, she's had one emergency surgery, after, right? Yeah, she's had an emergency surgery to remove blood clots from her lungs. So you all that listen to this podcast, be in prayer for my daughter in law Kaylee uh, as she struggles through this health issue. They are still not sure what caused it, and I know you start, you told me that you had a family member with was it Factor Five that causes blood clots. I think it's. And I don't know if that's it or not. I I, they've not. Out of turn, they've not well, they've not ruled anything out. They're still. They have a cardiologist involved. They have different people involved. Um, this this thing was abnormally large, and they said that it's was has been starving her lungs, 
of oxygenated rich blood. And because of that, it's actually atrophied her lungs a bit. So even though she's young, she's 22 oh. years old, she may be left with permanent uh, lung damage, scarring on her lungs. And um, she's currently on a high dosage of blood thinners. They don't know if they can ever lower that dose or not. They're telling her it's indefinite. She'll probably be on them for the rest of her life. So it's a scary thing right now for her. So I just ask your prayers in that situation. And now we'll get to a less heavy heavy note and talk about something else. I do know this. I got a comment today uh, from the person that I looked at his Bible, the ESV study Bible, which I thought was <laughs> incredible. I said, well, I've got to get that. I'm trying to do prayer requests. All I can hear over there is going, Roy going, so is this the ESV, the one that I, I'm like, Roy, we're trying to do prayer requests about your daughter-in-law. I know. My wife handles all that. She, she's the one communicating with everybody anyway, not me. Nobody ever bothers to tell me anything. Pure aggravation. If you know me and Roy, I'm literally picking at him. Right yes. Now. They, um, but he afterwards came to me after class and said, I've been listening to your podcast and I just picked a random episode in the recent feed. And he said, it was like, you were talking about comic books and being a kid in Tennessee and Thanksgiving memories. And I said, Oh, that's the most recent full episode. <laughs> that's a solo episode. I did the weekend after Thanksgiving. There's, I literally titled it Roy's like ramblings this. on purpose. It was rambling. I, well, when I listened to it, I expected this like birds chirping or wind in the background. stuff. It was a warm <laughs> winter day. Yeah. It was, you know, I didn't intend for it to be like that. I was going to talk about Thanksgiving. No, it was great. I was even thinking about doing a theology about Thanksgiving. And the next thing, and I had my Bible out and everything. The next thing you know, I don't think I read a single Bible verse or made any commentary about, about Scripture and how, how scriptural Thanksgiving is. I was going to do a little history lesson on the on the, on the on the actual holiday that we use in, in, in America. And I just decided, well, that's for a future time because I was too busy just talking about, man, I'd had a great dinner. Our family was over. Now, now Kaylee wasn't feeling good that day. But she had been told she had an upper respiratory infection and that it was not contagious. She wasn't running Which a fever. Which was the blood clots. And it turned out to be blood clots. So, I mean, that's how long this has been going on. It's been going on for quite a while, a couple months. Yeah. Still not as bad as the year we wanted to record. a. We we This was our kind of our first initial year. It was in your dining room that we did this, honestly. Uh, and we recorded Isaiah. Oh, the lost and episode. And then you hit the wrong button and deleted the whole thing. It's gone, folks. That episode will never be heard. We call it the lost episode. It's not like one day it'll make an appearance. It is gone. It's gone. Like a freight train, yeah. man. I don't understand. I, I, I felt like I said I mean, it, you but... called me and you go, because we recorded it and we waited until Christmas like Eve and we were going to post it. And you called me and you go, that's not going to post. Yeah. Why? I may have hit delete. It's gone, yeah. <laughs> and I mean gone, gone. It's nowhere on the hard drive. And since then, I have actually pur no, purged that computer. computer. That computer basically does nothing anymore except you can you can get on the internet. That's about it. That, that, that computer is pretty much dead. We've used it to stream Up Faith and Family, a sort of family-oriented, Christian, faith-based, uh, clean television uh, streaming service. Uh, we've used it to watch... Uh, Canadian drama called Heartland that we we got hooked on. So other than that, we don't we don't watch much on it, but we, we watch a few things and and so that's that's the only thing we use that computer for. And that's just because our TV doesn't have an app. If it had an app so, for Up Faith and Family, I wouldn't even need that computer for that. So I, you know, I haven't showed you something, or I haven't told you something that I did get. Oh, um, oh, Burkhoff. 
Lewis Burkhoff's I, Systematic Theology. That look is a at hefty, the size of that thing. That is a hefty book. Yes, it is. And I've had it before, and I had, which I'm actually going to give to you. I have, um, I had it in. The, I just didn't like the font. Uh huh. Um, it's here somewhere in this office. I, I don't. I, there's books everywhere. God, like I said, I just finished up John, uh, in seminary. All right, it's here somewhere. But anyway, I didn't like the font, and I didn't like the publisher, and I just I didn't like it. too small, so, or was it shaped funny? Here it is. Here it is. It's right here in front of me. What was wrong with the font? Was it too it's, small or shaped funny? So here it is, and it's not the condensed version, but can you see that? Yeah. Several objections. And I have just been didn't. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. Just didn't like it. I couldn't find what I needed in it. So that's yours. That's one of your. That's that. We'll call that your secondary gift. There yeah, you go. Roy has we, a gift coming that we, I was hoping to get to. You know what? What if I show you what it is on screenshot? Or do you want me to give it to you? It'll be here tomorrow. I've yeah. tracked it. Yeah. So do you want to you want to have it or do you want to see what it is? It doesn't matter to me. If you're if you're excited, you, you want to show me. it to me. That's fine. You can show it to me. It don't matter. Well, I mean, you remind well, me of my daughter. Man. She's already given me my birthday well, present like a week ago well, Friday. No, I have well, I'll give it to you Christmas Eve. That's what I'll do. Okay. I'll give it to you Christmas Eve. So we'll, we'll be at church on Sunday, next Sunday. Yeah. We're at church Christmas Eve. I'll give it to you Christmas Eve. I'll have it by then. Okay. Uh, ordered my one, two. Oh, you ordered I, your... I, 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 you got two, then. You got two coming. Yeah. Uh, this will become a podcast episode. I'm most positive. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I'm sure it will. I'm, I, you know, there's not a lot of stuff I'm, I get geeked out. Well, I, that's a terrible statement. There is a lot of stuff I get geeked out about. But it's just one of those that it was it was kind of a rabbit hole thing, and through another podcast this come about, and I was like, "Whoa, didn't even know that existed." And then I'm like, "This has Roy's name written all over it." <laughs> and I'm like, well, "I kind of like that too." So if I'm more, I might as well hit quantity of two. Well, so I I did. I am actually currently reading. I didn't bring it down here. I didn't bring down my more recent books, but I have several recent books. One or one one was a. Uh, a John Piper book that I'm actually curious to read. Uh, it's, and it's not very thick. I can't remember the name of it, though. So, I mean, I can't tell you what it is. It's not Desiring God. Maybe it's The Passion of Christ. The Passion of the Christ. It could be that on the, on the crucifixion and the atonement. It could be that. Uh, I definitely just got a book called The Passion of the Christ, and I can't remember if it's John Piper or not. But I picked up a John Piper book, another N.T. Wright book. I got another Bible book. I can't remember who it was by. Uh, my daughter bought me. Oh, Passion of Christ is by Piper. Okay, so it's 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 that's the John Piper book. So that's my second or third yeah, John Piper book. Um, I I got a new Killing book by Bill O'Reilly. It's new to me. It's actually about three back. It's Killing the Mob, and I've already started reading it. And my goodness, it's fascinating. You know, I've always been fascinated with with history, and I'm fascinated with with criminal justice history. And this is. Uh, this is the story of the of the gangsters of the depression leading up to the mob and leading up to their dissolution in the 60s and 70s and how the FBI broke it up. So it's called Killing the Mob. And it also talks about some of the corruption that's always existed in the FBI but existed during the days of Hoover and in the various predecessor institutions before Hoover took it over. So it's, it's a fascinating read. I don't agree with Bill O'Reilly on a lot of things, but I do like his books. His Killing series, I, I started buying them when they first came out. Killing Lincoln... Killing Lincoln was the first in that. Yes, and then Killing Kennedy, 
than killing Jesus, than killing Reagan, than killing Patton. Uh, I do not have killing Reagan. I do have the first three. The one, the one, the one about killing Jesus is fascinating because he tries not to get into theology. If he talks about something theological, he tells you that whether it's a tradition of the Catholic Church or whether it comes from the, the biblical gospels, things like that, or if it comes from extra biblical writing, uh, he tries to stick with as much straight on history as we can about Jesus. He also gives you some fascinating things about Herod, including Herod's issue with intestinal worms and all kinds of gross stuff. <laughs> it, it's fascinating. <laughs> you mentioned Herod today. It's what made me think of that. Yeah, we um we covered a lot of ground today. I mean, you think you talking about that? But that reminds me. I was sitting here thinking we covered. We those of you who don't know, we just finished up Acts chapter one in Sunday school. Yeah. Um, is what he's referring to. And we were talking about, um, let me find it here. I've got it pulled up. And we were talking about the divine uh, retribution that occurred when Judas met his gory end. Yes. You know, we reconciled uh, Matthew's account of that along with Luke's account in the Gospel of Luke. And we, uh, I'm not, I, I don't want to say reconciled it because it, on the surface, it sounds like they're contradicting. You, you mean Acts chapter one? What did I say? You Luke? said Gospel of Luke. Oh, sorry. That's all right. The author Luke. I just yes. meant author Luke. Yes. Sorry. Luke and Acts. Um, <clears throat> so, Matthew had the account in his gospel. Luke has the account in, in uh, Acts. And it, it, you know, if you read it, you some may think they're you know they're they're contradicting, but they're really not. It's very easily reconciled, and we reconciled that today. And but we talked about what she's talking about with Herod is we talked about that divine uh, retribution that that occurred when Judas Judas hung himself, and then uh, due to the climate fail, burst open, you know, that, that whole gory end, but it led us down that part later on in Acts where Herod is consumed with worms. Yes. It was divine retribution. Yeah, because um, because when he's speaking and someone says, oh, the voice of God, and he lets them do it, and God, yeah, and God doesn't allow it. other people to take his worship. <laughs> no, and, and so we, and then we, we, we just finished up moving through there, and, and man, it was a fun time because... You know, I've been in Acts before. You know that. I've studied through Acts. But this is making you think through and work through. Because one thing I enjoy is the questions. Because sure. Well, last week, I am... last week when we had the question about predestination as concerns mm -hmm. Judas Iscariot, that led us into, well, I'd say the last 15 minutes of the uh, class was consumed with that question. And it was, it, was, it was fascinating. It led to a lot of voices speaking up, and I enjoyed it. I just well, hope, and I, I do it, hope it showed up well enough to, on the sound, but well, whether it did or not, I mean, I'm going to post it, so it's you know. And and if it, and if it doesn't, I, I you know one thing I didn't think about, I just really dawned on me now, you know, you and I both struggled with reformed theology very very early on. On you're telling me that not only did God, how do, how do I say this? Not only does God know it's going to happen, he ordained it to happen. He determined it to happen. And I think one of the biggest voices that helped me get over that hump for that was James White. Yeah. And, you know, because he always talks about determinism. Yeah. And, and he doesn't and, like, he doesn't even like the L. He doesn't like limited atonement. He likes to call it particular atonement. Yes. That God is, and, is, is actually accomplishing salvation through Christ. It's not a... Any, it's not just hey, here's an invitation to salvation, but Jesus fails in his mission. His 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 crucifixion is only going to work for a handful of people, and and yet he died anyway. 
That's and, not biblical. But what's biblical is well, to say that he saw everyone on the cross. He could see through time. He saw every person that was ever going to come to him. And that's why he could endure that. But he died for no, those he people. He, he died for, and he died for those people that the father gave him. If the father gives you, if someone gives you something, right? If, it, if it's a gift that's given to you, right? Someone had to pick it, right? So if the yeah. father gave him his, his followers, those that would believe in him, that means the father chose them. If the father chose the means of salvation to be the, the death of his son on a cross before the foundation of the world, and that's literally in the scripture, we all can agree on that. And if well, Jesus the, himself says, everything you've given me, I lose none of it, that means the father well, chose the ones he gave. I, I was actually sitting here thinking about John, when we're talking about John, you know, the biggest hurdle for you and I really to get over when we were kind of, was John 6. Sure. In um, John six forty four, no one can come to come to me unless the Father who sent me, Jesus, draws him, draws the him. sinner. Yep. And I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be taught of God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. That's Jesus talking about himself, about himself. as he was right. Yeah, and he has seen the Father, Jesus. Truly, truly, I say to you, he believes in eternal life. I am that ego a me. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate of the man in the wilderness. And By the they way, died. that also stops the whole oneness thing because it gives the pre it gives it the pre incarnate Christ already saying, "No, I was there with the Father." And what does he say when there. he prays in the garden? Father, glorify me with the glory I had when I was with you. Well, when was he with him? In the past, before yeah. time, throughout all time. Well, uh, and not only that, but if you're talking about the oneness to break down, then you can't help but to go back to the very beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. It doesn't yes. say what it with God. Yes, and, and was the word God was God. So now, so there's the deity of They're separate yet together. Hello, mm -hmm. Trinity. Yeah. You know, yeah. And He was in the beginning with God, not create, not what is it's it's Mormons that say it's the. Uh, Created Christ is the created brother of Lucifer. Yeah, is, is it Mormonism that does that? Is that right? I don't. Or is it Jehovah's Witness? I'm not sure. Which, okay, let's just say it this way: one of the cults, one of the cults, says that he is a he is the spirit child of God and the, the spirit brother of Satan. That's Jehovah's right. Witnesses. Okay, because that's the, Jehovah's right. Witnesses. Okay. The Mormons think that Jesus attained. A godhood, just like every man that believes will that follows the perfect will of God through Mormonism will achieve godhood. That Jesus came from the God and was literally a child. So therefore, therefore, the man Jesus was from the loins of Yahweh. You get what I'm saying? That Jesus yeah, actually that, no, no, impregnated Mary. He impregnated Mary. Not that the Holy Spirit that... overshadowed overshadowed her, and that's where the seed was implanted. No, 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 no. God had sex with Mary. And that's not right. I mean, that's blasphemy. I think that's Mormonism, and the reason being that's, because that you is remember, Mormonism. Yeah, that's more because then they get their own planet. They become a god. I mean, it's just and that, and that goes back to the very garden issue uh, that was going on. That Satan asked Eve the whole sin. The, you know, I want to achieve. I want to be God. That 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 that's a whole problem that still exists. The God complex the, problem. The pride of humanity is go, always to be like God. They want to be their own god. Yes. And then the prologue of John goes on to say, all things coming to being through him. That Who are we still talking about? We're still talking about Christ. So now we have Christ present in creation. 
in the prologue of John, echoing back to Genesis 1, and through him, apart from him, nothing came that has come into being. I mean, so it blows the oneness right out of the water. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know how people get some of this junk, this garbage, and they can't accurately be reading Scripture. No, they're not. No, they're not. And they don't care. They don't care. They've got their own God and their own version of God. And and they're not the only ones. I mean, there are plenty of so-called Protestant denominations that have done this same thing. They have relegated Scripture to the bookshelf. It's not really a part of your life anymore because it's all about feeling, emotion, and everything. And I'm talking about churches, denominations that used to be on the line pretty pretty scriptural. You know what I'm saying? There might be an issue that I might disagree with on baptism or church, church hierarchy or other issues, but they've gone way off the map. And once they do that, when you abandon the tenets of, of Scripture and the supremacy of Scripture and your traditions and your feelings and other things become preeminent, right? It's idolatrous, and that will always lead to heresy. Case in point, the majority of the Presbyterians in the United States today are not men like R.C. Sproul. They're not men like... Don't Beaky? Right. They're not men like that at all. They're, they're, not, they're not that. They're the rainbow flag-bearing, rainbow robe-wearing welcoming all and speaking out against nothing, no sin, nothing it's else. It's borderline Unitarianism. It, it, it almost way. is. And it's really strange because, you know, Presbyterians basically have got a split personality in America because your mainstream Presbyterian churches are anathema to what the believing conservative are. And it's the same way within the, like, Anglican communion, communion, communion right? It's the same way within our Baptist yeah. tradition. Oh, I was going to get there. I, Southern I wasn't going to leave them alone. I was going to get there. That's what you get for stepping on my toes this morning in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> stepping on my toes. Stop stealing my thunder. I'm getting there. Give me time. I'm glad we were thinking alike. That was, cl- said, that was classic. Yeah, I'm like, said, you well, started saying something. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm getting there. Don't hey, get ahead hey, of hey, me. Hey, don't get ahead of me. And, the, the yeah, that, that made Jody laugh. Let Jody laugh out loud. Wow, who knew we were going to talk about theology at the end, huh? <laughs> well, we usually do. But, yeah, you, it, it's, I don't I was going somewhere with all this, and I got nothing now. I got know. nothing to two crickets yeah, playing it, ping pong. Oh, no, to circle back around, we okay. were talking about Sunday school, and we were talking about Judas and the, 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 the predeterminism and yes. all this, and then yes. somehow we ended up on oneness, which is about par for the course for you and I. Um but it was a great discussion because everybody, I believe, in that room, and I, I, well, I don't want to say that. I would venture to say everybody in the room. I don't want to speak for everybody in, in definite terms. All struggled at some point with, I'm going to use the term fairness because that's probably what all of us use. I know it's what I use personally. Yeah. You know, it's not One member fair. even said that. They even said where yeah. I struggled with that was I was like, but that's not fair. And I was, and, and, and we, you know, we all laughed. We all knew where she was going with that. And it was like, because yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but who says God has to be fair? Right. That's fair in a humanistic mind. Right. Right. Fair Which would is, be, we would all go to hell yeah, for all of sin, we, for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. The Bible says, yeah, if we want what everybody deserves, we all deserve a, uh, an eternal hell. And, and I, and one of the other things I think that some people think maybe we lose connection with in our reform matter and our predestination and our predeterminate will of God and all those, all that language, is that for somebody like Judas, you know, you have no compassion for him. Oh, on the contrary, I'm very compassionate because Judas has suspended eternity 
and somewhere that wasn't made for him. Even right. though it says he went to his own place, sure. I mean, it still was designed but for Bible, very specific right. purposes. The Bible also tells us that hell was created for Satan and the angels, the fallen angels. And so that being said, man going there is is actually sad, but yet it's self-fulfilling because mankind wants to be, as we just talked about a minute ago, the whole God complex. Wants man God. wants to be God. And God at some point says, okay, be your own God. But I'm still, well, but I'm still Lord of all, and you one day you're gonna bow. I I've been thinking about this a lot, and this is from a wonderful theological movie. If you ever get a chance, you should you should watch it. And I was watching it yesterday, and possibly not yesterday, not this morning. I was watching. It. I'm telling you, if you got theological movie and you got time, it is uh, Jurassic World, <laughs> and he is. They're flying the helicopter. And, it's amazing. And he, Y'all can't see him, but. I'm sitting here looking at him, you know, through video chat, and he keeps a straight face all the way up until the time he says Jurassic World, and I'm like, I knew, so, I knew where you were going. I was already shaking my head, no, no, no. But he says in there, he was talking about you. Know, if you don't know who he is, another great entrepreneur of his time and donation, John Hammond, who <laughs> built the first Jurassic Park, tells the guy that owns Jurassic World, spare no expense. You know, is what he had told. Him. It's great movies. These are great documentaries on how we're trying to bring the dinosaurs back. And I had a point. Oh, so he, they're flying on the helicopter and this, the lady in the back that's running his park is kind of nervous. And he go, and she was talking about the new dinosaur they've created. Is this conversation actually happening? On yes, the apparently it is. Okay. And he says, part of the thing that we created this park is to, is to realize we're never in control. And I think some people as Christians need to take his word of advice, though, not from a dinosaur point right. of view, but from a God view that we're never really in control of anything. Some, so, somehow so you I brought, brought that around. around. And I got to say, I got to say, that's for all those years of being a Southern Baptist preacher before you, <laughs> you went over. Oh, but yeah. listen, listen, <laughs> let me the terrible exegete of a movie is what I read the other day. Today we're going to be exegeting It's a Wonderful Life. But, but, but <laughs> let, let me say this. Let me say this. It is true. Sometimes you can find in the strangest places hints of actual theology in play, for people that didn't know what they were doing. Oh, they they, did, no they did not. They don't know they're doing this, no but they are teaching you a moral lesson. And I mean, I mean, and honestly, the writers of that script and those actors portraying it as that director films it, they're actually acting out something that, yeah, you as a Christian sat there and goes, that's a life lesson. And it really is. They didn't do it on you purpose. Know, they didn't do it by design, but, you know. And I think about that life lesson every time that I hear they found a new, some insect and sap. I'm like, please don't, don't. Don't distract, don't distract its DNA. Don't, no. I don't want these dinosaurs. Lord knows we've got enough problems now with all of our di man-made diseases. T-Rex chasing me in the winter. I mean, I, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I just said man-made diseases. Oops. Uh, well, I don't know at this point so far removed if there's many people that could argue with you Absolutely. at that point. Absolutely. Based on things that have come out, based on things that have happened, I don't know how somebody could argue with you that that wasn't made in a lab. Somewhere. But I will take our listeners back to the early days of this podcast when we did speak pretty blatantly and openly about our beliefs on things. And I know we both said that even back then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that our beliefs have wavered. Oh, I mean, but, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I mean so... Yeah, I, I I I never dreamed 
that when we started Axe, and 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 the, what's so funny is we we were going to start Axe. If you remember, I did the survey. In a way, I cast it lots. I thought about not not in a way we did the same thing. Hey, we're going to vote on what we're going to do and see where the fall. We're you know, and and we had a member give a great example of him and his wife making a life decision of things. They not Old Testament casting lots. Like he was very no, clear. I'm and not that's what he said. Life. Yeah, but we're just yeah. I'm not putting this on the equivalent of scripture. I'm just using this as an example. And, but I never thought when we started this over a year ago, when we were going to do a two month New Testament survey that lasted a year, and we come into Acts that Acts chapter one would be so theologically rich in that first chapter. I mean, uh, because we took a week de- detour on the Trinity. You we, know, we were thinking, remember, we were talking about this chapter two will be where we'll bog down. But in all honesty, we spent a long time on, on chapter one, and it's been great. Seven messages. Yeah. Seven messages. And it, the class is wonderful. I, the, the, man, the people that we have that class with is probably one of the most enjoyable classes I've ever sat in because people, uh, it's um, they're mature, mm-hmm. and, and I love that. Now, I mean, I'm not that I'm calling anybody immature. I'm just saying mature in their Christianity. There's sure. some very seasoned Christians in there. Which makes, and it should make all of us, makes me as a teacher go, you come prepared. You know, you're you're not going to get through a, you know, walk in the park and you can shoot from the hip. No, you, you no. come prepared, and we should. Yes. Anyway. No, but you're we right. Got it. No, you're right. We, and, and so we have some very, very seasoned Christians that are very biblical, uh, very well. We have biblically trained people in that class. Well, I will tell and, you, uh, I will tell you as well, I've had a couple of messages about the Advent thing that we're doing, and they've asked me, when is it going to be about Christmas? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because today, this morning, the 17th of December, I, Advent Day 17, I posted the final chapter on the Davidic Covenant. I'm not even in to the birth of Christ or anywhere near it yet. But we've still got time. I promise well, you I'm going to bring it all around. Take a, a day we always take a long time to get to the point. Yes. But it's when we start doing advent calendars, they start in August. It takes us a while well, to bring it home. And I told you when I decided to do this that I said it's going to be strange, and I'm sure there's going to be people, the general listeners, and even the people we know that we know listen to it. There's going to be people who's going to say, Why did you start with Genesis 1 1? Well, anyone that's been around me very long and knows about my teaching knows that I always say it. I'll start that was with exactly Genesis. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it had to start with Genesis 1 1. The beginning, it's the beginning. And it's Look, and it's this, go, it is going to end in the book of Matthew. I'm going to get there to the birth of Christ. But where the world is today in this off the rails um, society, worldwide, not nationwide, worldwide, begins in Genesis. Mm-hmm. It, it begins in Genesis with the God complex. As we come back to again, it, 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 it boils with Eden. the I. You know, and I say this a lot. I used to say it a lot. We have. We have an eye problem, and it's just I, the letter. Yes. You know, we, we, we really do because we have, especially Western Christians. I mean, I I, don't, I, I, I will tell you this. I, I, I will share something with you. I had a very good pastor friend of mine, and we were discussing the other day, and we were discussing the community of church. Right. We have a, him and I have a mutual friend, a very dear friend of mine, that whom, whom I have a lot of great, and he is, of Mennonite, he is the, him and his family. The which, if I'm not mistaken, is particular Baptist. If I'm not mistaken, when we get down to if you you know strip it back to the original back you know 
to the the beginning of the church, you know, in the early early years. I, I'm thinking that's what it goes. I may be wrong, but anyway, the way they do community, sure, we're just not even close to. I mean, the the community in school, community in their teachers, community in 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 meals, community in death, community in wedding such community. And I remember looking at him going, you ever think we've got the whole community aspect of this wrong? Oh, I absolutely do. You know, absolutely. We, we botched this. And I believe the person you're speaking of spoke to my wife about that same, uh, Mennonite. He probably did because that's who it is. Yes. And was I'm talking not going to call about, his name yeah. because I don't want to do that. Sure. Him. No, I know. <laughs> But I believe that uh, he did speak to her and told her a little bit about, you know, how he's impressed sometimes with the way that guy is. He said, I firmly believe he's a believer. He said, I know we don't agree on a hundred percent of our theology, but he said he's born again. And, you know, and it's true. You've heard me say many times, and I honestly really do believe this. I believe there's going to be born agains in a ton of different denominations that the denomination themselves are, are quirky and even wrong, wrong headed on a lot of things theologically but there's still going to be believers from there because as James White yeah. always says, God can draw a straight line with a crooked stick. He can take your bad theology the and still have... save someone, but I would prefer you to have, have good problems. theology. The only one I have problems with of what people consider mainline Christianity. And uh -huh. I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, and it stems from the days of Nimrod and his wife, and it leads to the whole woman worship, the veneration of Mary. So you should know where I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're And that about. stems back to the to the mother child cultism of Nimrod into yeah, that day. Yeah, and that's where we get Lent from. That's yeah. where Lent comes from because the child resurrected. Uh, what is it? Forty days and forty days. There's for that's where that's why Lent's forty days, and it goes back to Babel. Sure. Now, that being said, I think there are people in that that are saved and will be saved, but I don't know how you could sit in it if you are. I agree, and I, I have you know, and you and I have a friend that came out of it. You know, we do. But he admits he didn't get saved until he was already until he came out of it because until he, he came out, he had rejected it and was rejected mostly by his family, and then he. He was born again, and then he realized, wow, all that well, stuff I was taught and believed is so wrong, you know. What did he say that day? Oh, I know what it was. We were talking about them in the upper room, and we got he, – he's in our class, by the way. And we got to those, and it's like, oh, and the brothers are there, uh, the women and mother of Mary and his brothers. The, and, and he what said, did he you say? mean his cousins? Were they praying to Mary? Yeah. What? Were they praying to Mary oh, yeah, they, or they something? Is that Mary, what he yeah. said? And I know at some point he's also made comments like, uh, those brothers were just cousins. That just means brothers in the family. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and of course, of course he doesn't believe that. He makes jokes about, no, no, no. In, in case he, you haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about RCC, Roman Catholic, Roman Catholic Church. And he came out of that and he's like, you know, there's so much wrong with Catholicism that I didn't see growing up. I knew something was wrong. I knew I didn't truly believe all of it, but I was still practicing it when I was young because first off I had to because of my family. And secondly, because I just thought that's what you did. That's what made you a Christian. He said it was years later when he was totally like basically amoral and out of a, and, and a religious didn't really care anymore Everything. that then he gets, then he actually gets convicted and gets saved. And then he's like, okay, now I understand. And he gets baptized the right way. Full immersion. Yeah. <laughs> As a believer, not as a baby. Sorry about that. Brother Spro, 
I know you're with God right no. now, but already God has corrected you on that. <laughs> oh, uh, I, 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 okay. Well, hey, I'm not the only one who said that. MacArthur what? has said it after his funeral. MacArthur said that about Spro. I didn't make that up myself. No. I just paraphrased it, but he even said, I know oh, now wait, that my, my good friend and brother R.C. now knows the right way to baptize. <laughs> no, it reminds me of the story that happened here a few weeks ago. I sat on a local uh, executive board. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a meeting <laughs> and it was a meeting of several churches one night. And I was talking to a mutual friend of ours and we were talking about, you know, basically how are you in this room? I, those of you that don't, I'm, I'm only Baptist by confession. I, yeah. I'm not, you know, we've talked about it. Okay. And I was sitting there and we were conversating and the, somebody asked that question. I said, well, if you really want to get down to it, I'm more Presbyterian minus the whole baby baptism thing. And the guy got up in front of me. That's a traditional Baptist who I loosely only tangentially know and moved. <laughs> so when you said that I was chuckling, you know, because there are people that just cause you don't have Baptists on the door, they can't even be in their room with you. Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't think we've covered anything that we had intentions of covering. Um, anything. I mentioned that I was going to ask for prayer, and I mean, hey, we were, and we, we and we were going to talk about your. Not, I almost said retirement, graduation coming up. Although I don't think you're attending it, are you? You just want the piece. No, of paper. I'm not going out there. No, no, no. Just mail me the diploma. <laughs> That's man. right. Me too. I never went to any of my graduations from any college. Uh, I had to go no, to one in the, high school, and it was horrible. So I never went back. <laughs> I, I ordered my degree holder. Yeah. Um, I, and I tell you what, I am thankful for a lot of things at college. My degree's yeah, right here. there. Mine's, mine over there is under the bed over there. My first bachelor <laughs> is under that. Got to get it out. But I am thankful because if you remember you, early on, it introduced you and I both. I'm, I'm, I'm a think I'm safe in assuming that because we were led to commentaries that we had really never heard of. Uh, um, very technical commentaries, you know. One that I've come to love and really one of my favorite guys, Ben Weatherington, you know, in the social rhetorical, he writes in other things, Trimper Longman. There, there's a lot of guys that are, are, are just phenomenal, but it, it led me down a path of, I'm not reading very light commentary, which sometimes gets me in trouble because I'll be too technical, but you know, well, I know what I, I'm talking I about. I think for me, the first, commentary series where I bought a few were the uh, were, were the New American commentaries uh, out of uh, yeah. Broadman and Holman. And then I graduated to the NICNT from Beardman's, the New International Commentary on the New Testament. I don't have any from the Old Testament, although I think you do. I think you have Daniel. I got Daniel. Yeah. I've got, actually, I've got several of them on my On, on your Logos, Logos yes. And, and that... I've got dang near the whole set down there in the basement. Well, see, that led to... There were two of them that I really definitely had to have, which was I had to have the Revelation one by Mounts, the elder mm-hmm. who's now deceased. And I needed to have F.F. Uh, F. Bruce on Acts. And what wound up happening was I wound up getting it in the old old edition and the and the revised editions both. You found the old ones for me on, on eBay. <laughs> I, I have the majority, actually maybe all of the New Testament in the old edition. I have almost the all of the new edition in Lagos. And, um, I, you know, my Lagos library is grown. I mean, my print book is too, 
but yeah, you know, I remember the first thing. It's like we need seven scholarly sources. What's a scholarly source? I, I didn't even know. You know, it kind of it, it taught me a lot. And then the one great thing that I too now uh, that I now have access to. Let me say that correctly. Is the Jerry Falwell Library. Mm-hmm. which is a vast library online online yeah yeah you can you can, you can access wonderful. it yeah it, it's wonderful now that i'm a graduate i will always as long as it's available have that access that's awesome so there was some things you know that were worth it well there is um there is a real chance that we'll record again in the next 7 to 10 days because I'm, I seriously want to. I want to do something for Christmas <laughs> that we can actually record we... and, and, and post this time. I won't lose it. Um, one thing, as you said, that you wanted me to take to explain why I've chosen the path on Advent the way I did. And I said, well, the best way to do that is to teach it and use verses from the various uh, sites in the Bible and the Old Testament that I've been quoting from and kind of do a trail of the Messiah. So I think we'll try to do that. That'd be fine. And I always just like to have a year-end special. In some ways, this has been the least amount of recordings we've ever made in a gen- in a year, and and but on the other hand, I think some of the stuff we put out's been quality, and I'm happy with that. But going forward, man, we're we're set to get back on a hopefully biweekly schedule. Will that maybe get a little little messed up while I'm while I'm gone uh, for those for those five weeks? Possibly, but not necessarily because you use Dropbox to send me the uh, Sunday school and I will want to keep up with Sunday school in the weeks that I'm not there. So I will be keeping up with it just as the listeners will be. So you'll be doing that. I'll still be posting it on Wednesdays following the Sunday that they, that we, they actually are addressed in class the following Wednesday. I will post them. Um, I'm going to post the ones you gave me. I'm just going to make a drop sometime between now and probably the week after Christmas. I'm not sure when I have to go through them and edit them. Like I said, and then I will drop them. And uh, we will we will record again. Also, I'm going to finish Advent. I've still got to uh, behind the scenes peering the curtain back so that you can see what the wizard's doing. I actually have not recorded the 18th through the 25th. So today, I've got to get my power cord in a minute because that's why I'm rushing to the end because I'm about to lose power on my laptop and I don't want to lose what we've recorded. I've got to cord at least five days worth of that, which that's not going to be hard. They're not that long. But it takes me about 15, 20 minutes per episode. Even though they're very short, one of them was only an hour, one minute and nine seconds this week. Even though they're short, I make a lot of mistakes while I'm reading. <laughs> and, I have to, and I have to cut and, and, and start over. I don't start over. What I do is I just take a break and go, Cutting it. one, two, three. And then I start speaking again. And so a lot of things go on that I have to edit that you don't know about. I'm telling on myself. Um, but yeah, I'll be doing that. And then I do want us to do a thing that actually sums up the uh, calendar between maybe between now and Christmas. Any afternoon. I'm good. All right. So hang like I around said, after after we cut, I want to tell you something. So sure. hang around after. Sure. And I've and I've enjoyed this viewers, You will hear about this, I'm sure, when uh afterwards. So after, at some point you'll hear about this. So all right. All right. It's been a blast. God bless. God bless you. Okay, folks, I cut it abruptly as we started to segue into a conversation that Taylor and I were having, um, that seemed like a sort of forced ending. I'm sorry for for that. So I'm tacking this on at the end just to remind you once again that pray for us. In particular, do be praying for my daughter-in-law and for her health, for my son. I know he's really stressed, but but you know what? We're never promised everything to be perfect in this life, only that we will be perfected in Christ if we believe in him, and one day we will have a glorified body in in the day of resurrection. 
So if I don't get to speak with you before, have a very Merry Christmas. But I believe we will, if the Lord wills, we will speak to you in the next few days. Have some more stuff on on Advent and Christmas and a year-end wrap-up like we always do. It was so good talking to Chalen again because we have not done this in a while together. And it's just not the same when I record by myself. So I hope you all will continue to listen to the Advent stuff and support the podcast. Listening and tell people about us, uh, not because we're important, but because sometimes every once in a while we'll say something that might be important to someone somewhere because we hope it's, it is literally the truth of God from his word and not just Roy and Chalen's beliefs. That's what we think we're doing anyway. We hope we are. Uh, love you. God bless. And we'll see you next time. You have been listening to The Dumb Will Speak, a podcast in which we seek to honor the truth of God as revealed in His Word. 